and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I am Master Wife. And I am Master Joe. And we are back. Yeah. With episode number 35. Hey, Master Wife, guess what? What? Did you know that there was a... (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) I was going to say, did you know there was a game where you could team up against the Cleveland Cavaliers as Mario, Luigi, and Peach? No. Well, it's it's called NBA Street Volume 3, and it was on the GameCube. What? Yep. That's real? Yep. Mario, Peach, and Luigi versus LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. That was a thing. Street basketball. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on. This episode is called A Strange New World (laughs) 2. You had fun? Oh, my gosh. That was fun? Yeah. Okay, cool. A Strange New World 2. It's all about moving. But you know, before we get into that, we got to get to our major heart piece of the week. The major heart piece of the week. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Major heart piece of the week. Major heart piece of the week. For those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, this is a segment that we do where we like to point out that I did not start the timer. So I'm going to go ahead and start that now. And then we're going to go ahead and say that (laughs) the heart piece of the week is a segment we do uh, where we try to feature something cool that happened to the gaming community, something really nice, a particular act of kindness, something you observed or something you did yourself. So ladies first, Master Wife, what you got? Well, um, well, Master Joe and I, we just got back from a cruise. Whoop, 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 whoop. Cruising. You know, all those nerds out there, we got to take cruises. We got to go on travel, you know, trips around the world. Maybe not all of us at the exact same time, but I do support more nerds Ooh, cruising. Oh, before. We're about to get into a hard piece of the week, but yeah, we found out that there is an actual cruise for nerds. Oh, yeah, that's true. Where you play games on the cruise. Yep. Like, I need somebody to, like, make this a consistent thing. I didn't realize that that was a thing either, but yeah. it is most certainly yes. a thing. Yeah, but anyways, um, what I loved about going to cruise is, you know, it was time for Master Joe and I, but we actually met some cool people. Oh, yeah. On the cruise. We met two other couples, yep. older and younger, and they were really nice and really sweet. To protect their identities, we won't name them. Yes, but they were really <laughs> awesome. Like, we had, like lunch with them one time or yeah, no we time. jet skied with one couple so so we'll, we'll, so the couple i mean if they're listening uh we had we had andrew and Kristen, yeah and then uh the other couple was uh andy and lily yeah and these are these are some great great folks uh and we we met Andrew and Lily, and Lily, God, I'm mixing them up already. <laughs> Andrew and Kristen yes. uh, on the jet ski tour that we went. First yeah. time on the jet ski, by the way, Master Wife and I. Yeah, and they took pictures of us. Yeah, they took, cool. they took a bunch of pictures and we exchanged numbers. And we're like, oh, cool. And then uh, we just we kept seeing them throughout out. the cruise. And yeah, we're like, like at the most faked. random times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like definitely like destined. We're like, because the cruise, the boat's huge. The boat's yes. huge. So like running to the same person, it's, it's kind of a rarity, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, it that was, was cool. such a fun experience. And also, we saw a few other nerds on the, or gamers, potential gamers. Like, on one of the islands we went to, we oh, saw yeah. a Zelda shirt. Yeah, we were taking pictures of some folks that were wearing some nerd shirts and whatnot. And there was also, on the last day, there was a group of squid kids yes, at squid dinner. Kids. Took a pic- yeah, we'll cool. put the pictures up on the website. You can check that out, harpiespodcast.com. But that, but, was, that was really cool. Yeah, but... That's my heart piece, I believe. That's your heart piece. Well, I too have a heart piece, and that is so. So we're in Florida now. We're doing the thing, and one of the things that I have really taken to down here is contrary to popular belief, the people here are pretty nice. At least from my experience, the folks here are actually pretty nice. Uh, we have been like no, we went to the cruise. We not did the during Uber. the hurricane, but yeah. Well, I mean, you know, 
Yeah, everyone's kind of every man for himself during a hurricane. But uh, we went to the cruise. We did an Uber to the cruise. Yep. And our Uber driver, we're just yapping it up, man. We were talking. He was so friendly. And it just got me thinking like, huh, usually if I do Uber or like a taxi or something, I just kind of like get in the car and sit down and shut up and like try not to do anything or say anything. Then I thought, well, these folks are really cool. Then I started thinking about all the other Uber drivers we've had down here. We had yeah, one in uh, Supercon. Really nice. yeah. She was from Columbia. We were talking about all her stuff. Uh, I had one uh, going to work one day. Just really cool. Like, you know, talking about what we do and where we work. They're just like regular people on the Ubers. Uh, and I know Uber kind of gets a bad rep, but I just thought that was pretty cool. You know, just the fact that kind of stepping out of my own comfort zone to kind of yeah. talk to people. It led to some pretty cool conversations. Yeah, that's kind of like on the cruise, too. It's kind of like a similar thing, like stepping out on your comfort zone and meeting people. You never know what friendships you'll have afterwards because we're still going to be in contact with those people we left on the cruise. And Yeah. Yep. Very so. true. Very true. Well, then, that does it for the Major Heart Piece of the Week. Make sure you guys are taking, are taking your own, you know, samplings into the world, looking out for the good things that are happening, and then putting a little good in there for yourself. Got to be good, man. Got to be good to each other. All right. So getting to the topic, we're talking about a strange new world too, Master Wife. Strange new yes. world too. And we said it's about moving. And I'd like to personally open up this number with a, uh, or open up this segment with a, with a number. <laughs> Little diddly, if you will. Oh my gosh. Called the most stressful things. If you know the words, you can sing along. Uh, they actually don't start here. These are stressful things? Yes, stressful things. You know. You know, like death and dying and divorce and moving. These are a few of life's most stressful things. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, in most uh, internet searches, you'll find for the most top five, top ten most stressful life experiences, you will yes. find in order. Death is number one. Yep. Dying is very stressful. Losing a loved one or, you know, thinking about that. Very stressful. Divorce is the next one. Yep. And then moving is that. generally number three. Hmm. Generally number three, right behind death and divorce. I can understand divorce. that now. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Master Wife and I moved down here to uh, f- uh, to, for- to Florida. To, fl- 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 to Florida. From North Carolina. Big, big move. Higher cost of living. Higher everything. Uh, yes. Closer and let's, to the equator. Let's step back a little bit. Because before I moved down here, like Master Joe and I, we did not move down at the same time. Right. So, and, um, we had a house, we still have a house in North Carolina, but I had to get all those things situated with like, how are we going to move these things down? Who's going to run our house out while we're moving? Like all those things while master Joe was in Florida. So that was kind of, um, yeah, it's difficult. a lot. It's a lot. I had to go down and scout out the process. I mean, moving by yourself is hard enough. Moving with two people, there's so much to coordinate and all this type of stuff. And we're kind of in that season now. Uh, you know, we're out of September. Most people have already made the move. Even if it's not moving, you're kind of going into a new place, uh, mm-hmm. a new world, if you will. Like, you know, going to a new college, starting a new job, um, you know, getting into a, a new apartment from an old apartment that's mm-hmm. right up the road. Uh, you know, or just being in a new place, a new yeah. state, new country. Uh, all these types of things are all kind of that life changing moving event. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to talk about that a little bit. Draw some parallels to the game world and see about how we can find some things to help us out in the real one. So first thing is moving to me is a lot like the world system of a Mario game. Yep. I can Say see that, that you, you know, you start off in world one, right? That's your house. You're born, you're raised, you're in your house. Everything's good. This is the only world you've ever known. It's relatively easy. People take care of you. You know, you know where, you know what you're doing every day. You mm-hmm. got a routine. That's like world one. Yeah. All right. 
or starting like a like a older game like you've been playing that game for a while right yeah and you're like so comfortable now that it's everything's easy to yes you, you know you, you, you know makes all sense. the levels right all the secrets all right so world two let's say uh you know one big move for younger folks is you like you go to school for the first time you mm-hmm. know and it's like separation anxiety of being out of home and meeting all these new people and kids and dealing with teachers and you know being to school first day of school is really crazy for kids sometimes yeah you could move that ahead maybe your world two is actually going to high school or going to college where you're like in this really weird spot or your parents just decide to move right so, <laughs> or they decide to get a divorce and then he moves. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's <laughs> double whammy. Sorry, I just most stressful things. It's not funny, but god dang it, that was just great timing. It's like unfortunate events. Yeah, a series of unfortunate events. We all love that stuff. Lemony Snicket, shout out. There's a series coming out on Netflix, by the way. We saw a little preview for that. It's gonna be out in January. So, whoop whoop, very excited for that. But anyway, bringing it back, the whole transition from whatever world you're at to the next one, right? So, world one to world two. Maybe you're in world five to world six. doesn't matter. Whatever the change is from where you're at to where you're going, we're just kind of focusing on calling that new place world two. So what are the parallels that we can draw if we're, if we're making this kind of gaming comparison, right? Let's say, uh, you know, in the video game world, generally, you start off with a, with a certain list of skills. I'll yeah. use Yoshi's Island, for example. You learn how to make eggs and throw eggs, and you learn how to do the, fl- the flutter jump. Okay, mm-hmm. you do all that stuff in world one. Make eggs throw eggs, flutter jump. Then in world two, you learn how to do other things. You learn how to, you know, eventually skip eggs along the water or ride on top of uh, flying goonie birds or, you know, you start to learn these other things as they're presented to you. So these new new skills, it's like moving to a new place. You're being introduced to new things, new friends, new or new people, new new places, better internet. Hello. Uh, Hello. Talking to the gamers out there. (laughs) Um, New costs. (laughs) <laughs> cost of living yep. of course uh what else is new yeah all these times sometimes new enemies in, in new worlds maybe it's a, a boss you don't like that's a little bit different or maybe a co-worker or you're in a different school and maybe you have a bully all of a sudden or something like that comes up these challenges right or new emotions just new emotions yeah you because you never sickness. felt this war fe- felt this before i so. never felt this war before <laughs> this war <laughs> Uh, yeah, ab- exactly. You know, so all these new kind of curveballs are being thrown at you. You got a new commute to work. You got new food. Uh, you know, there's new activities. Maybe instead of basketball courts, they have tennis courts now. I'm like, okay, well, all these types of different new things environments. are coming to play. Yeah, new environments. We can say from uh, North Carolina to Florida, some of the new stuff in the environments is, well, we have the beach, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, well, North Carolina has a beach, but Florida is very close. Like where we live now is. Yeah. North Carolina has a beach that comes with a two or a two and a half hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> Florida is uh, literally 10 minutes up the road. Yeah. We're 5.5 miles from the beach, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I would, 5. Say, 5 I would say from Florida is more of a fast place, even though it's Florida. It's not New York. Yeah. It's, it's basically the New York of South I mean, South Florida is the New York of the South. Yeah, and there's a lot of crazy drivers down here. Yeah, I mean, I a lot mean of there's don't crazy drivers in North Carolina, but I no I way s- crazier, way no. crazier in uh, in Florida. For yeah, sure. I swear, like everyone that goes to like driver school, they tell them not to use their <laughs> blinker or to yell. Like I promise. Florida residents, <laughs> come on, we got to work on patience here. It's the a guys. PSA for Florida residents. Yes, now. because I promise, so many times that there's been times where I was at the light. And someone was in front of me and the light had just turned green 
And I was like, oh, and yeah, someone honk. honk. Yeah, I'm like, honk the light you. just turned green. Usually I wait like a few seconds to make sure nobody's going across that red light from the other direction. But um, yeah, but I noticed that there's some food differences, I guess. There's a lot of like Cuban food down here. Well, yeah, and, I, it's, and it's all a product of your environment, right? Yeah, there's, so there's new cultural differences. Okay, so add that to the list. New yeah. culture. Maybe you got to learn a new language. Maybe you're in a completely different, you know, country. Country, yeah. Uh, some folks are doing the study abroad thing. You know, you, you study abroad for three months, extended study. Uh, you know, so all kinds of challenges like that will pop up. Now, in the video game world, you never get to a point where the difficulty ramps up so fast, usually in a Mario game, right? Maybe a, another game. But in Mario, the, the difficulty doesn't ramp up so fast that you can't keep up. They, they add things to you and they teach you how to deal with them. And they give you power-ups to help you through the levels. You know, you have the cape, for example, in World 2. In fact, let me go through the World 2s in the Mario games. So let's see, in Super Mario Bros., mm-hmm. we were talking about the challenges. This is the first <laughs> historical moment here. First water level of a Mario game is in World 2. It's World 2-2 two, two, to be, ex- to you know... World 2 Stage 2, to be exact. First water level ever. Everyone hates water levels. We have this this love-hate relationship mm-hmm. with water levels. It's a thing in the video game world. Water levels always are terrible. They're always very difficult. The first one was in a, a World 2 in Super Mario Bros. Uh, they also introduced the lava bubbles, the um, you know the guys that jump out of the lava in the castle of super, that, that world, 2-4. Uh, in Super Mario Bros. 3, that's set in a desert. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's, it's, it's sand. You have the desert world. You're like, okay. Great, lovely. In Mario World, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo, you had Donut Plains. And this is, the, I love this one because it's the first place where you get that little the, the feather so you can do the cape and you can fly through all the levels, you mm-hmm. know? But learning to fly that well is kind of challenging. But there's a new tool and they kind of teach you how to do that and everything. Donkey Kong 64, it was Angry Aztec. Very confusing, crazy level, lots of different ins and arounds, and you have to go back and backtrack and all this type of stuff. Very challenging, maze-like world, too. And so I think that, like, these type of games or these level twos kind of compared to, like, everyone has different situations that they're going to or different environments that they're going into. That's a good point. And so depending on the environment or... Depending on your like your past, your past history or your skills or the tutorials that you like faced will determine how you are able to handle these different environments that you go into. And so I think that kind of makes a good comparison. Yeah. And I think uh, I'm going to piggyback on Donkey Kong 64 here. That game, part of the mechanics of it was that you had five Kongs that you could switch through. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get to uh, Angry Aztec for the first time, you should only have access to two, which is Donkey and you you actually save Diddy. Yeah, in world in in the first one. So you should have Donkey and Diddy by that point. And there are some access some areas that Donkey Kong can access, Diddy Kong can. And to me that kind of represents that sometimes you gotta be able to change your game and be adaptable in a new place. You can't always just do the same thing that you did over and over and over and expect it to work. Sometimes you have to kind of jump out of your comfort zone or try something different or just kind of grow and expand yourself in a bit to be able to adapt to mm-hmm. that new place. Yeah, let's let's jump back to like tutorials. Like, okay, we have tutorials and games. So, like, what are considered tutorials in life that we could potentially use to like help in a stressful situation as a move? Automated voice services. <laughs> what? Automated voice services. Press one to speak English. Press two for Espanol. <laughs> what? If you would like to reach an operator, press zero. And what phone number is this? 
This is five 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 five. Whatever, five 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 five. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Um. So, um, you could like maybe if you have friends that have undergone a move, you could like kind of talk to them about like what are the things that they've used to help them in their move. And the game equivalent of that would be using the internet, ladies and yes, gentlemen. Using, using the, the internet. That's what I was about to go next. When you don't know where that secret exit is, you go to the internet and <laughs> you say, okay, guys, I need some help here. There like are a lot of things More than likely on somebody's moving. been there. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. A right. uh, quick quiz for everybody. I wonder what the first World 2, the first World 2 in like the history of games, or Mario games for at least. We'll narrow it to that. What was the first Mario game to have a desert-themed World 2? first mario game to have a desert themed world 2 we're going to leave you with that and keep on moving here first mario game to have a desert themed world 2 i want to uh skip ahead a little bit into piggybacking off of some of what master wife was saying about uh asking for help and all those types of things mm -hmm. i think that there's a blueprint i think there's a, a particular strategy that you almost always follow when you get into these situations with these worlds uh and one of them is that you use your past experiences to help you yeah like i said every world builds on itself uh, so if you learned how to do the triple jump in one Mario world, now you have a place where you absolutely have to do that triple jump. You know, you've had that mm -hmm. time to, to use it. Now you use that past thing in the, in the new place to get where you need to go. The other thing is you got to seek opportunities to learn so you can grow. There's always something in the new world that you don't know. And that's the part that scares most people because we like to know everything. We like to have control and understand uh, master wife in particular, you're, you're the type of person you like to kind of have control yeah. and a good understanding, like, a good plan before you step out. Yeah. Like talking about the situation with moving, like I just graduated with my doctorate. Yay. 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 Um, but yeah. And so I did an internship, which was in a completely different like area, a different place. I had to learn the information really quickly and it was only for two months. But I adapted well in that place, and it was nice. I still had my friends among me, of course, because I was still in the same state at the moment. But after there, um, after that, um, before moving to Florida, I didn't necessarily have a position or a job um, set up yet. I was thinking about taking like a one month off, um, which was great. Um, but it was for me, it was stressful because I'm the type that likes to know, like, okay, what's the next step? What am I doing now? What am I going to do? Like, and sometimes you got to sit back and reflect and think about like, what am I going to do? Like, and I think that one month off kind of helped me get to know the area and adapt to the area because at first I was like comparing everything in Florida to North Carolina, what I didn't like. And that is not, I'm telling you, that is not a good route to go down. You kind of have to start focusing on what are the things I like? What are the things I liked in North Carolina? What are the things that potentially can translate over here? I like doing yoga. So what are the yoga places out here? Or like creating that list of things I want to try new in the new city mm. or to meet new people. But um, yeah, so those type of things kind of helped me stay grounded while I didn't know where I was going to go. Yeah. Um, and while I was still searching for a job, but it kept me on the up and up. Basically. That's a good point, too, because the next thing I was going to say is when you're going to a new place, you shouldn't assume the worst. Yeah. I think some people, they, they either assume the worst or they kind of do like what you were saying. They just make all these comparisons back. Yeah. And if you're going to move forward, obviously, you can't keep looking back to see what's yeah. you know, how, how good Yeah, and it may feel bad, like not saying that it may you may feel bad when you first move. And that comes with transition. 
Um, but don't stay in it. That's the whole idea. We don't want to stay in level two. We want to move on. We want to progress to further stages, further growth, um, to new beginnings. You never know what joy you can get out of a different change, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. You are a hundred percent correct. I feel like it's important to remember that in any world that you go to, it's never going to be as bad as you think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you can always make something worse in your head. I'm going to cut to another real, uh, real game, real game example here. Let's cut to the video screen. Just match Joe. Uh, this is from Super Mario 3D World. I'm going to paint a picture for you for the, the, you know, the listeners who can't see my computer screen here. But Super Mario 3D World, you're in World 2. Fancy that. Uh, <laughs> stage number three. It's called Shadow Play Valley. Shadow Play mm-hmm. Valley. This is one of the coolest early levels of Super Mario 3D World because in this level, and they use this in a lot of promotion, there comes this scene where you go through this door and then you are faced with a giant, giant shadow of Bowser and then you see Captain Toad and he's like cowering in fear. And you you see the shadow of Captain Toad and you see the physical body of Captain Toad, but you don't see the physical body of this giant uh, Bowser casting this huge shadow. Mm -hmm. And so you're looking at it and you're like, well... I immediately see this giant shadow of Bowser. It's the biggest thing. It draws your eye. But then you start thinking like, well, where the heck is it? Mm -hmm. And I think in our heads, sometimes you can see that. And if you just focus on the big shadow, you might want to turn around, go right back through that door. You're like, oh crap, too spoopy for me. I'm out. But if you investigate further, you go down that hall, little spoiler alert for people that haven't played. I'm going to get you a secret star here, a green star. You go down the hall, you see that it's just a fake bowser a freaking yeah. cardboard cutout <laughs> you you tear it down and then you go back to captain toad and he gives you a green star yeah uh That's and awesome. of course you got to collect those to get stamps and to kind of you know do the 100 percent runs of the world and everything but it just makes me think like when you're in a new place and sometimes you let your fears uh of being in this new spot and the change and all the uncertainty and the differences if you let that kind of stuff get in your way you could be missing out on some mm-hmm. really good stuff you yeah. know uh say you're in like a downtown area and you're moving from like a rural area right you move to an urban mm-hmm. place from a, from a rural place well one of the complaints of rural living is oh there's nothing to do you know i i know everybody it's a small town i, I would i want the city life mm-hmm. then you get there and you freak out right because mm-hmm. you don't know everybody now and it's completely different than the rural life but then you you meet some people you break out of your comfort zone and through that maybe you find some really cool places downtown that you yeah. go and explore that maybe you wouldn't have done that before because you're you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable in the bigness of the city or in reverse, the smallness and intimateness of the rural town. You know, you can kind of vice versa all of these situations as they apply to you. Mm-hmm. But definitely, you got to confront your fears, man. Reap the rewards. It's all good stuff. And remember, just one level at a time. Each world has about eight stages in Mario games, typically. Sometimes less, sometimes more. One level at a time. Yeah. You don't go straight to the castle. Yeah. And like yeah, you gotta failing, start world failing those levels two, and starting those levels. Remember, failure is just an opportunity for learning. Right. And it's not necessarily failure because if you didn't fail, you wouldn't know the, what to do better the next time. Right. So we can kind of apply that to our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bringing it back to the point, you got to seek out opportunities to learn so you can grow. You can't learn unless you don't know something. If you don't know something, you fail. Then you learn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just take it one level at a time, one step, one day, one job assignment, one, you know, trip to the DMV. <laughs> Good Lord. Master Wife and I are well acquainted with the Florida DMV. We have both of our cars and titles and tags registered, and we have our new Florida state licenses. So expensive. Yes, God. 
But at any it's rate, okay, we're done with that. Yes, we're done. So one day at a time. <laughs> and then last but not least, like we hinted at this a little bit before, find the secrets, man. There's no better time. Like there's no more fun experience than when you encounter something in a game that you know is a secret. Yeah. You're like, oh, snap. I oh, didn't know this was here. Snap. And I found the secret exit or I found the secret zone or yeah. the bonus world or whatever. You know, guys, I've created. Well, I'm going to create. I started. Actually, I created a, a weekend wish list. And that a weekend is wish list. Yes. Tell us about that. Um, this wish list, wish list. <laughs> I can't say that word right now. Wish, 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 um, wish, 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 wish. It's actually like a word document that I created where it's listing all the new things that I want to explore in Florida. So, and specifically with Master Joe. So, I'm thinking about showing him this list so he can take me to all these places mm, you don't say and they include like restaurants museums or like i want to go indoor skydiving potential new arcades like master joe when you came down here you found a barcade right i did yeah 10th level it's it's undergone several name changes but it started off as another castle and that was taken by some other place up north and then it was power up pub i think and they just, I don't know, they didn't like that name or something. Now it is 10th Level Tavern, which I think is pretty cool. I like the, the alliteration, 10th mm-hmm. Level Tavern, the, the TLT, you know me, in the place to be. <laughs> but he goes there and... With my like, homie Yoshi. Play what with up? different people, and like he's met <laughs> new people too. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool spot. I, I don't really go to bars, but I love video games. And that's literally all it is. It's a bar... And they have some video games, yeah. like, you know, modern stuff. And then they have some like Raspberry Pis that'll just play anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have it set up really cool in there. It's like an arcade uh, cabinets and they, they have some stuff. A friend of mine built a tabletop, uh, modified tabletop arcade. And he rigged it so you can have two screens. You can play head to head in like a whole bunch of different games. It's yeah, really, it's you can play cool. Project M on that thing. It's it's insane. With a fight stick, I don't. I don't understand. But at any rate, it's really cool. It's a really cool spot. And it's one of my favorite places now. It's like and one of my And you have Versus Gaming as well. Yeah, Versus Gaming Center. Shout out to the, the homies. Shout out to Russell. Uh, they have a Smash Night on Thursday nights. You can check that out. I'm doing a plug for Versus Gaming. You can check it out on twitch.tv slash VSGC. I'm there sometimes. I don't really do that well. But yeah, but Joseph fun. goes to these places, but he's also created his own um first friday which oh yeah yeah so so. first friday to me is like finding the secret yeah you know or or let me see well explain what first friday is okay first friday is a a a gaming event that i put together with my company c and i i'm the general there a general i am the general i wear the hat uh (laughs) the general manager of c and i studios and i love games and we have this really cool studio we have access to you know tvs and a really cool space and we have a bar. So I was like, you know what? Let's uh, make a video game event. We did a game night a while ago, like last year. And then uh, we created a regular one called First Friday, where every first Friday of the month, we have premier gaming hangout. It's adult yeah. themed. People come, they, they cosplay. With they food yeah, and we have food. desserts and drinks. Well, I don't know about desserts. Sometimes, I mean, we got food trucks that'll come out. I mean, you have desserts. We have some cupcakes and cookies. Oh, yeah. Last yeah, our time. vendors. Yeah, it the depends. vendors. Yeah, the yeah, vendors. Yeah, we, we have different vendors. We had a cupcake vendor. We had a uh, another vendor that was selling, like, uh, I forget what they're called, taiyaki, uh, the little Japanese yeah, snack cakes. Like, yeah, the little fish. Yeah, shaped like things. fish, little cake snacks. Uh, we've had Temple Street Eatery come out, and they do uh, kind of like a uh, Asian fusion, Asian comfort food fusion food, which is really freaking good. But through this... First Friday, Master Joe has met so many people, mm-hmm. have networked with so many people, um, people that have the same mindset that want to build a community in Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. um, of similar mindsets. And you've worked with Supercon. And oh, and you know, I've just, I mean, yeah, Supercon is 
Huge, huge, absolutely. I'm like, it's like a weird place to jump in and start talking about Supercon. Like, whoa. But uh, I wanted to point out, because I'm listening to you talking now, and I'm like, you know what? I learned from my past experiences. Yeah, right. You did. And then like, you know, setting up events and doing things. We, we talked about SC Tuesdays on this yeah, podcast SC before. Tuesdays uh, or StarCraft. First Friday really reminds me of something called Club Liquid, which I think we've talked about in like a special episode, I think, with my dad. Uh, talking about Club Liquid, this old, old, like when I was in high school, uh, little event that we used to have at our church, and I was in charge of the video game section. We're talking Halo One mode. Yeah, this was yeah. on our episode, I think, with the with my brothers. The special, yeah, the so. special hidden episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can only find that on our on our uh, on the website. I think it's like episode twenty six or something like that. <laughs> Can't remember. But at any rate, yeah, uh, I use my past experiences and my experience in creating communities and things like that to then go and make First Friday in the new place that didn't have that before. Nothing exists yeah, like First nothing Friday. Existed. Nothing. There's no other monthly gaming event. There really are any other gaming events that are all encompassing of the full gaming community. Uh, we have little pockets here, and this is what kind of inspired me to do it, is we have pockets for like people that love anime and then people that like to compete in Smash Bros. specifically, and then like Street Fighter, and then... Um, uh, there are other people that just like to attend conventions and like buy things and, mm-hmm. you know, have all the little items and stuff. So, you know, and then there's another subset of people that really love anime. So yeah. it's like, well, there's nothing that really combines all that once a month for people to really come and have a nice, cool hanging out, hangout party. So that's but, what First Friday became. Yeah, but um, through Master Joe creating this event, First Friday, and meeting people down here before I even began, he also introduced me. I got to meet other people that have not only gaming in, I guess, in similar mm. like i can't find the words to say <laughs> <laughs> people that like thing the same things that i like to do um involving gaming but other things as well like outside of gaming working out taking photos oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. clothes all those types of things so it was really nice to you never know where you might create something new in the new environment where you go and you may bring other people together so it's really nice absolutely right absolutely right we're going to come to the close of that topic hope you guys learned something and for those of you that remember the little quiz there what was the first uh desert themed world in a super mario game the first desert themed world in a super mario game the answer is super mario bros 2 not to be confused with the real super mario bros Hmm. 2 the one that came out in japan but the one that came out in the u.s in the states that featured the uh you know it was all a dream theme. Uh, yeah, and the, the second world of that game is the first one that is set in a desert theme. It's got a pyramid and some other stuff. You actually see it again in uh, World 6. And this is where we first meet Birdo. Hmm. So, well, that brings us just about to the close of our episode. But we've got one more thing we're going to do with you guys. At the end of uh, every episode, we're adding a new segment which I like to call the HP mini game of sorts. And this one, it's always a random thing, but we've, we've chosen it for this one. We're going to try it out. Hope you guys like it. It's something you can play along with at, as well. Uh, it is called Link Up. <laughs> Link Up, yeah. And for my gaming savvy people, yes, that was Rhythm Heaven. And I love that game. Uh, shout outs if you know exactly which game it was from Rhythm Heaven. But anyway, Link Up. Yes, Link Up. This is a little fun game. You can play along listening to the cast and basically the whole thing is we'll get a topic random topic of any kind of a game and then you're going to write in 10 seconds three things that are related to that topic three things that are related to that topic we're going to write master uh, wife is going to write as well and then you at home can write you the listener and then we're just going to see how many of those three things if any link up 
that yeah. we you know share if our brains share, exactly. will link up. We we tried. We've been testing this format out, and let me tell you, we are. Uh, <laughs> I think we're one for like, like twenty five. We had two. We're terrible. <laughs> we are never never linked. But okay, uh, let's get that topic. Okay, you got your paper, you got your pencil or your iPad and your notes or whatever, your smart device. All right, the topic is going to be worst level, worst level of Mario. Uh, this could be the water level or the desert world or whatever, the worst level, the castle, the I don't know what, but worst level. That's the topic, worst level of Mario, worst level of Mario. All right, 10 seconds on the clock, got three things you got to write and go. And stop. Okay, three things. Cool. So, I've got three things here. Master Wife has three things, and you, the listeners at home, hopefully have three things as well. Oh boy. All right. Link up. Uh, let's see. Master Wife, you want to go first? What did you put? Water level. Water level. All right. I've got that as well. Water level. Very cool. All right. So we have one one linked up. I think that's all we're going to get. I feel like that's all we're going to get. All right. Next. Water level. What? <laughs> did you write water level for all three? You didn't. I didn't have the time. <laughs> you are water level for all three of them? Water level, water level, water level. You say it three times in the mirror at night and turn around. The water level will come oh, and, no. and, and the water will consume you. <laughs> Hurricane Matthew will show up and I always think of the eel every time I think of the water level. Okay. All right. So if you put the eel of Super Mario 64, that's a match. I put water level. So that's a, that's a match. I put 8-3. Because anyone that knows Super Mario Bros, the, the first Super Mario Bros game, World 8-3 is the one with the the freaking Hammer Bros. It's like Hammer Bro Alley. I swear it is the worst. And every single time those guys get me World 8-3, shout out to you. I hate you with everything <laughs> I've got. And then also I put ice for ice worlds. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you always slide. And- oh, my gosh. And like Mario 64. Yeah. I used to. Sl- I mean, I. L- yeah. Mm. I got better. I was terrible. Yeah. I will always fall off the edge. The penguin race. Yes. Yeah. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you drop the, ping- the penguin? Did you drop it off the side of the level? You dropped it off the side of the level, didn't you? Yeah. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. I am Master Joe. And I am Master Wise. And we are the Heart Peace Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the cast. We are back. So good to be back. We've got more episodes and things planned for you guys. A lot of f- new shiny, shiny bits. Stuff. But unst- stars. Stars? Yeah. Stars. Stars? Stars. Bars. Bars. Bars? Stars. Star bars. <laughs> Bar stars. All right. Uh, you can check us out at uh, Twitter on, on Twitter. Yeah, we have a Twitter. Sure. Social media plug. Sure. We got a, We actually have an Instagram now. Yes, we yeah. have an Instagram. Follow us. We've been putting some, some, you know, some pictures in there. We're learning how to use our camera. <laughs> We're trying to shoot things without an iPhone. It's uh, Instagram.com slash HP podcast, just like the Twitter, HP podcast. Uh, and Facebook, Heartpiece Podcast. You can check us all out on our social media feeds, as well for listening on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, or at heartpiecepodcast.com. That's going to do it for us. We hope you all have a lovely day. And as they say, Master Wife, Peace out, Heartpieces. Pieces.